Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in the world of podcasting and how to use their podcast to generate consistent leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited you're here. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs. Today, I'm chatting with Rihanna Hill of Pancake Digibytes podcast. Rihanna M. Hill was born in Denver, Colorado, and now lives around the country as a Navy wife and new mom. She's been working in digital marketing since first freelancing gigs in 2009, starting Pancake Digital Solutions in 2017, inspired by this freelance work and a passion to improve the social media marketing industry. Currently pursuing a doctorate in business administration, Rihanna is often taking classes and learning new things. You can often see her walking her dogs, trying a new coffee shop, or obsessively crafting. I'm super excited to have Rihanna here to talk today all about what it's like to be in a podcast network, so let's dive right in. Hi, Rihanna. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited that you're here, and I cannot wait to chat all about podcasting with you. So before we dive in, tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast and just how you got started with it all. Yeah. Hey, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So my podcast is called Pancake Digibytes Podcast. Um, It is inspired by my business's Pancake Digital Solutions. So uh, a lot of everything's podcasting, so to speak. Um, And I have been in business for about three years. Um, It's three years uh, this past May. So that has been quite a fun journey and started the podcast in November of 2019. Awesome. Yeah. I've been, I've been in business about three years ish myself, um, which, which has been crazy journey. I feel like it's been like, it feels like it's been way longer than that, but it really hasn't. Um, but yeah, that's super exciting that, you know, I mean, almost when this goes live, you will have been podcasting for like almost a year now. So that is exciting. So why, like what made you start your podcast and, um, yeah, like what made you want to dive into podcasting as like a content stream? Sure. Uh, so it's very interesting, kind of a roundabout way, you know, on the one hand, you think how cool it would be to have a podcast and whatnot. Um, but what really, it kind of was a series of, of dominoes that fell before I went ahead and started it. So I have done a lot of live videos on Facebook, especially in our Facebook group and with trainings, uh, doing lots of virtual trainings. Um, I've lived in five states for the first three years of my business. So running it virtually has been very important. (laughs) Um, And a lot of people when they're listening to my live videos just kept saying, you need to do a podcast. You know, I could listen to your voice all day. You're really soothing. Um, Somebody suggested I do videos for uh, some kind of YouTube relaxation videos. Uh, You know, after hearing this a certain amount of time, these, you have to start to listen, you know, when you've heard the same concept several different times, all right, I, I got to listen to this. I got to figure out what to do. So that was the first piece that got me thinking about it. The second part was um, I have an iPod, an old iPod. Uh, that was my dad's from years ago. And I had put it in my car on shuffle, just kind of shuffling, you know, 120 gigs of music. And one day this very strange song popped on 
And all of a sudden it was a podcast. And it turns out my dad had recorded a podcast um, about podcasting. It was really, really fascinating, really interesting, really special. Uh, unfortunately, he's been gone since 2013. So it was really wonderful to be able to hear his voice and realizing I need to figure out how to share this with people. This is, this is a huge deal. So I started working in, you know, is that inspiration for starting a podcast? Well, as these two things are both turning in the back of my brain, I worked with a client who is an internet radio station that hosts all kinds of podcasts. And in working with them, realized what a cool opportunity this was and how much was actually involved and what a podcast could be and what it could do. And next thing you know, I'm starting my own podcast. <laughs> that's, that's really exciting. I mean, obviously, like, kind of bittersweet like the whole thing with your dad but it was kind of like a sign like yeah this is why I should do this and you know also like having people tell you like yeah you should do this you're we like your voice we think it's like a really good and soothing voice and things like that and then you know podcasting is a lot easier than video like you can be podcasting in your pajamas I mean personally that's what I'm doing right now I mean as we're recording this I'm about 33 weeks pregnant so um I pretty much live in my pjs um and with the podcast, no one knows unless I just reveal it like I did. <laughs> um, so it's like, you don't have to get all like ready and stuff. And like, you're, you can be looking a hot mess if you want to. And you know, you're, you don't have to be like super expressive with your facial expressions and you don't have to be cognizant of all that. So I think a podcast is a really good way to kind of get your message out there. And you know, if people like your voice and people are telling you to do it, like, yeah, definitely take that time. Right. So that's really cool. And, um, I love that. So, yeah. So kind of what is your format? Do you do kind of a mix of guest and solo just interview style or like, what do you do there? And then how often are you putting out new content? Yeah, absolutely. So it is a combination of solo and interview podcasting. Uh, it's a weekly podcast that comes out every Monday and every other episode is an interview with another business owner uh, just talking about how they got started in business, sharing their stories, sharing advice, just really fascinating conversations that I get to have with people. Uh, and then that is alternated with uh, solo podcasts that I give that's just kind of bits of advice learning about something such as how do you come up with a Facebook posting strategy or what is SEO on Pinterest and how does that work? How do you come up, you know, with your Pinterest strategy? Those sorts of little digibyte uh, chunks of information for helping with digital marketing and social media for business mostly. Uh, the interviews are about 20 minutes long and those those digital marketing bites are usually five to 10 minutes. Yeah, I, I love that. And it's, it's nice to have like a different length for like solos and guests. Cause like I'm the same way, like five to 10 minutes for my solos. Cause I feel like if I'm very, I can be very concise and like, I like to be to the point and stuff. And I found that some solo episodes, like when people can talk for like 20 to 30 minutes. I'm like, whoa, like how do you talk that long by yourself? <laughs> like, I mean, obviously when you have good stuff to say, then that's one thing, but some people get like, they just keep throwing in fluffy stuff and it just makes the conversation so much longer than it needs to be. So I think that's like a really good length because then it's enough to get like 
that little bite of information, but it's not overwhelming to your listener and they don't feel like they just like listen to like 20 to 30 minutes of like fluff or like, you know, 15 minutes of like good content and like, you know, another five to 10 minutes of like fluffy stuff. So I think that that's awesome. And, you know, having both solo and interviews allows you to kind of position yourself as an expert, but also like, you know, having fun with interview style podcasts. Cause I think those are like where you can kind of really show your personality instead of just, um, giving out information to your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of that probably you have more experience with this, but has to do with the topic as well. Some topics are a lot heavier, especially I find if I'm giving a really technical topic on perhaps a Facebook advertising strategy, you don't want that to be too long because at some point a listener can only take in so much information, especially for me when I'm listening to podcasts. There's only so much I can take of the really technical stuff before I'm just wheels are spinning. Right. Yeah. And I think like breaking it down into smaller bite-sized pieces, like, you know, if you're talking about Facebook advertising, you could do like Facebook ads, you know, a series of 101 things, like how to get started, like five things you need to make an incredible Facebook ad or whatever that might be. Instead of trying to cram it all into like one really long episode, you can like kind of break it up into bite-sized chunks. So people aren't overwhelmed and like their eyes are glazing over because it's just way too much info. Exactly. That's why it's Digibytes. Yeah, I love that. Don't know why. <laughs> so when it, like right now, what do you feel like is working the best with your podcast? Do you have anything kind of in specific that um, you just feel like is working really well at this point? Yeah, you know, there's probably two points to that. The first is the amount of content that we're being able to produce uh, as well as the amount of people who have been interested in being interviewed and just the incredible business relationships, partnerships, and friendships that are being created from that uh, has been wonderful. And that going hand in hand with just how much reach creating this kind of content has, you know, it's on Apple podcasts or iTunes podcasts, whatever they're calling it these days, Google podcasts. Um, just when I think that I know what it is and I'm not sure the whole nother thing pops up that we're at. And that's just been going really, really well. And it's really incredible to see that, see those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think, I think having those conversations and like collaborating with people and all that stuff is really helpful too, because you know, you're able to, use that as a way to get referrals or, and then you can refer them. And then, you know, if other opportunities come up down the line, then you're top of mind or they're top of mind. So I think, you know, just having those interviews and stuff is just a great way to collaborate. And that's, you know, that's what I love about podcasting because it is such a great medium to collaborate with other people, whether they're in your field or they're just in the business space in general and really get to know them and their story. And, you know, it's just, very one-on-one and personal versus like things like, you know, I'm a huge virtual summit lover, but they're not as like one-on-one based. It's just kind of like, here's a summit with 25 to 30 experts with a podcast. You're focusing on one person every week. So it's a lot more intimate, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I love, I love guest interviews too. It's like my favorite part. Like I 
my solos are good because they're full of like good information, of course, but um, just talking with guests is just so, so cool because you have different conversations every time and you never know where the conversation will go. So it's really fun. Um, and then kind of on the other side of things, what is like one thing you wish you had done better with your podcast and what did you learn from that? Sure. So I think one of the number one parts, one of the number one things is I'm, I'm a very data-driven analytical person, especially with my marketing. And the way that this podcast is done, I work through a radio station. So I'm fairly hands off with the full publishing process and how that all works. And so I don't really know what the numbers are. And uh, as you probably gathered from my last answer, I don't even know where it's all being published. Um, which is perhaps a fault of my own for not reaching out to learning more about how that works, uh, but not necessarily knowing who's listening or having any kind of interactive format for people being able to ask questions or respond is, is definitely something I'm struggling with, especially having gotten built my career for the last several years in social media where I'm very much used to being able to have that conversation with customers and now podcasting very much feels one way. Um, that is perhaps something that I'm not doing as well as I could be and would like to learn more about how to improve that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And especially since you are so used to social media, it does, it is a lot more one way and there's definitely ways to make those connections. I'm not sure like if your um, network is like restrictive or anything, or if you're not allowed to like self promote or how that works. But um, I mean, if you are, then obviously there's ways to kind of like do self hosted um, not ads, but like little clips where you're like saying like, Hey, join my Facebook group. And then we can chat further. Cause you know, otherwise if they're just leaving reviews and stuff, you can't really respond back. And that's kind of like a one-way conversation versus like, if you were able to be like, join my Facebook group or go like DM me on Instagram and we can chat more so that you're having like a two-way conversation instead of just you kind of ending at the episode. So I'm not sure like how restrictive your network is, or if there's any restrictions restrictions at all, but I think that could be beneficial for you to kind of test out and see. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like, yeah, go buy my services or go join my course or whatever, just like directing them to follow you elsewhere, you know? Absolutely. And they're very flexible with that. The The radio station is absolutely wonderful to work with. Um, I think that figuring that out is just something that I need to take a little bit more initiative of as, as many things, you kind of stumble into it and build the plane while you're flying it. Um, as one of my guests a few weeks ago said, <laughs> you build a plane while you're flying it and figure out what those, what those parts are when you need them. Yeah, I love that. And I think, I think it's true. I mean, I obviously didn't start with all the bells and whistles myself and I, you know, my, now my career is being a podcast like strategist and manager and stuff. And I, I didn't start with you know, ad segments or anything like that. I probably just said, Hey, go follow me on Instagram. Do you think people actually took action by me just saying that? Probably not. But, um, I think, yeah, you're right. You just need to kind of like figure out as you go, because that's the best way to learn. I mean, you could have everything in place beforehand, but you know, if you're figuring it out as you go, I think it's just, I don't know, it's better that way in my opinion, unless you just don't want to do any of that. But for me, that's kind of how it worked. And, you know, I've been able to test and tweak and see what's really working instead of just like 
starting like that from the beginning. So I wouldn't even know like what I could have done better because I started with everything, you know? So yeah, just got to take action. Exactly. Cool. So I know you said you're not really in the weeds in your data or you don't even really know how your stuff is like, you know, um, disseminated to people basically. But, um, like if you had to take a guess, where do you think people are finding your podcast? Obviously, since it is on a network, it makes it, you know, you're not having to worry about that, but like, are you doing your own promotion on social media and things like that as well to get more people from your audience listening or how is that working? Yeah. So I do have a download report from, uh, from March. And so we're able to see how many people download the episode directly from the website. So the podcast is hosted on the radio station's website and then has its own page. So you can see analytics data from that. And it looks like, oh, about five to 10 people are downloading it directly from the website as is. Um, So we're getting a lot of listeners on their website which is, is pretty exciting. I think a lot of it does come from that self-promotion. Uh, we have a LinkedIn page for the account and I share it to my personal page. Sometimes the interviewers, uh, the people or the interviewees, pardon, tend to share it with their networks as well. And some of those have the really high download rates. Um, so I think that is, that is a big part of it. The first episode has 26 downloads, and I think that's because I included my dad's podcast in it, and a bunch of people wanted to save that, mm. which is pretty special. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's always interesting to kind of know um, your analytics, especially as someone you are in like the weeds with your own social media and your client's social media and stuff with analytics and stuff. Um, so yeah, I think that's important. And yeah, I would say probably like a mix of your own promotion plus like the website and stuff that definitely helps too. Um, it's, I mean, it's really hard, even if you were in the weeds with your analytics, um, podcast analytics are not as robust as like Google analytics. It's basically like, um, downloads per episode and then lifetime downloads. And that is pretty much it. You can also tell where the people are listening from. So like if they're in the U S you can like break down by like state and city, but Mm -hmm that (laughs) you don't really have that much data it's not as good as google analytics which kind of sucks because i love being able to dive into my data for google analytics but you just can't you can do that with your podcast website but not like actual like on the platforms like spotify and you know google uh podcast and yeah absolutely it's a it's a learning experience yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely different. It's different. It's because we're so used to having all this data right in front of us, but like podcasting, it's kind of like, okay, here's the bare bones data, like figure out how to work with it. So it's, it's a lot different than, you know, what we're used to. So, um, when it comes to your listeners, like, are you doing anything to kind of turn those people into clients or customers of your agency or, you know, how's that working for you? Or if you're not doing anything, that's totally fine too, obviously. Um, but, um, I'm always just curious how people are using their podcast to kind of warm up their listeners and then, um, to potentially utilize them in the future as like potential clients for their business or customers and things like that. Sure. No, that's a great question. And I think it's important with a lot of marketing to kind of consider what your, your end game is. 
So as far as working with potential listeners to become new clients, it's not really part of our strategy at the moment. Uh, perhaps I really do like what you suggested about um, sharing for one of our groups for our, like a free Facebook group or something if people want to learn more. Because a lot of times it really helps if you can read content and listen to it and watch a demo video. So those crossovers are super helpful. But the big part of starting the podcast um, for the marketing plan there, how it would support the business, is that first of all, I could have a platform to answer frequently asked questions. So I get asked a lot of the same questions by a lot of different people or via emails. And being able to have a podcast that I could respond back if someone asked me this question and I had already recorded on it and send it to them as a published podcast seemed really uh, like a really good piece of content to have. Um, as well as building those connections. So being able to reach out to business owners to interview them for the podcast is a really nice way to connect with somebody on kind of a lower level rather than just immediately hitting them with some kind of sales pitch. But being able to see, you know, who are you? What is your business? Like, let's just have this conversation. Let's learn about you on this podcast and see, you know, maybe there's a relationship there where you do become a client. Or in a lot of cases, I've hired a few people that I've interviewed for the podcast to come work in our business. So just the amount of networking that comes from it, I think, as an additional touch point, is really, really helpful for being able to ask people if they want to be on the podcast or send them that content hand in hand with maybe they also saw us on Facebook and they get our weekly newsletter. It's just another way to provide value for people, uh, which pays off in the long run. Right. Yeah. I love it. And it's a definitely a different perspective than a lot of people look at it too. Like a lot of people are looking at it as like, okay, I'm talking to these people. Um, and I am able to get in their eardrums and tell them about my offers. But like the way you look at it is like, I'm talking to these guests and like potentially the guests could be a good fit to work with me or in some capacity. So I think that's an interesting kind of way to view it because like, I, I mean, I'm sure I've thought about it that, like that before, but that's not like the typical way I think about a podcast and having guests and interviewing people. So I think that's a really cool kind of way to frame it for sure, because you know, you not only are you able to potentially convert your listeners and stuff to clients and customers, but your guests are definitely viable candidates as well, especially for like my podcast. Like I'm interviewing podcasters as a podcast agency, like a production agency. So like people that I'm interviewing could potentially be clients and customers for myself too. So it's like kind of like a light bulb moment. Like I knew that, but I didn't even really think about that until you mentioned it. So I think that's a really good nugget of information for sure. So cool. Yeah. It's a great way to build a relationship, kind of like the old school, you know, schmoozing and boozing, taking the client out to dinner. But now you get to kind of do that beforehand and really get to know both of you. You know, is this a client that would work well for us and somebody we'd like to work with? And, you know, is it somebody that would want to work with us or is it just somebody who is going to be really cool to know and I'm really glad that I built this relationship. Exactly and you can do it from the comfort of your own home and you don't have to spend a dime at 
like a restaurant or something. So it's definitely a really cool concept and technology is just great for that reason. Um, so like, like you mentioned before, you don't really know like where your people are coming from or anything, but how do you like keep these people engaged and wanting to come back for more? Obviously you're interviewing different people every week that have different stories and things like that, but like, what are some things that you do to keep those people um, engaged and wanting to continue listening week over week? You know, that's not really something that I've considered uh, as part of the strategy for the podcast because a lot of the two main focuses were to have content we could share with people and to build those relationships. But I think that that's definitely a really good future path to look at is creating those ongoing, the people who ongoingly want to listen week after week. And, you know, a lot of that will come from just finding really interesting guests that have good stories to share. We ask very similar questions. Um, I ask everyone similar questions, but everybody's story provides additional value. You can learn about all kinds of different industries. I mean, I've interviewed, uh, you know, sewing companies, um, lawyers, uh, book publishers from all over and just it's so fascinating to hear those stories and people love stories. So I'm, I'm hoping that in part, just hearing these stories will help that retention that you want to come back and learn more from other people who've had these same experiences as well as just providing a lot of value and good information in a short nugget, you know, just a little five, 10 minute bite that you could listen to on your coffee break to have more educated conversations about digital marketing or understand the social media components. Even if you don't plan on becoming a social media person, it's something that, you know, I, I foresee a business owner, a very business, busy business owner having hired an agency and they want to understand what's going on so they can listen to five, 10 minutes of this on their lunch break once a week and know oh, that's what that means. Now I can have a better conversation about this. Yeah, totally. I, I agree with that. And I think it's important to, yeah, like with your guests, you're able to really, like you said, you're having different conversations every single week, even if the questions are pretty similar, but everyone has a different journey, you know? So it's definitely interesting to keep in mind. So what is one piece of advice that you'd give to anyone who's kind of looking to start a podcast, but they just don't even know where to start? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, I think you really should look at first and foremost, why? What is the purpose of this podcast for you? And just get really clear on that. Is it something you want to do because you have a lot of knowledge to share and you want to provide value? Are you a funny storyteller? Is it a business component? You know, figuring out what that strategy is, is really key. Um, and of course, as you probably can tell, I had a little bit of a strategy when I got started, but it, it evolves and it changes and that's okay. But I really think that having that goal of what you want to do with it in the beginning is really important because it's one of those things that you need to build consistently week after week or month after month, however frequent you do it. And so you want to be driving in the same direction. Maybe you have to make a couple left-hand turns or something, but you want to know where your destination is. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. That's, that's so true. And I love all your little, like, fun little nuggets of wisdom, like, creative little things, like the plain one and what you just said. Um, that, that's always fun, too. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's good advice. And I think, you know, people, people struggle with that for sure. So lastly, I just want to know what is your current favorite podcast as podcasters? I feel like we all have something that we like to listen to, whether it's something we've been listening to for a long time or like a new show that we just got tuned into. So I'm just curious and I like to ask this to everyone. So any, any favorite podcasts at this point? Uh, I really have just started listening to IdeaCast from Harvard Business Review, and I really enjoy that one. It's definitely one you have to take in small chunks because it's some of those, those bigger concepts that you gotta digest over time. Uh, but the one I've been listening to the longest is, is the User Defender podcast. I've been listening to that one for probably four years, and I just love it. What is that one about? I mean, I've never heard of it. Yeah, so it's uh, User Defenders, and he, creates these UX designers to be superheroes of some sort. They have a superhero power usually. And uh, my, I went to school for user experience design. I got my master's in that uh, from Kent State a few years back. So I was looking for supplemental information and how I stumbled into this podcast. And basically it's people who work in the field of user experience design or, or UI and that is basically making websites or apps more usable. You know, why is this button here versus there? Why is it this color versus that color? Uh, if you've ever been on a, a checkout form, you know, you're checking out to buy something and you keep getting error messages because you didn't type your phone number quite the correct way. You know, how can we make that a better experience for people while they're using the system that also translates into happier customers and better ROI for the business on this product. Um, so that's the podcast is just talking about those kinds of stories and the empathy behind thinking about your user. That is super interesting. And it just goes to show that there's definitely a podcast out there for every single niche, like, you know, not just like general business podcasts, but like that. And then like, there's, I'm sure there's podcasts about like gardening and I'm sure there's podcasts about like knitting and things like that. So it's just, it's crazy how many different podcasts are out there. Like, I mean, I feel like there are of course times where people mention podcasts that I know and I've heard of because they're like big business podcasts or whatever, but those two are ones I've actually never heard of. So, um, that's, that's great. I always love kind of discovering new podcasts, especially as like a podcast person, not to say that I can listen to them all, but I always try to give them a shot and see which ones, you know, are going to resonate with me. So I always like to ask and see, but yeah. So lastly, just let us know where we can find you. So your podcast, your website, your social media channels, all that good stuff. Absolutely. So our podcast is on inspired news radio slash Rihanna Hill. And you can also find it on our website, PancakeDigitalSolutions.com. The best place to connect with me is on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. That is my wheelhouse and where I hang out and would love to answer any questions or help out any of your social media curiosities uh, through videos or podcasts. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I will make sure to link everything in the show notes and I really enjoyed chatting with you. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Jenny. I really appreciate it.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvypodcastingforentrepreneurs.com slash episode 166. See you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave a review. You can find us at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com and on Facebook at Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs and Instagram at Savvy Podcasting. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community and join in on the exclusive community just for Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs listeners. I'll see you there.